Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin Heave She and host Brenda She Her have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. My name is host Brenda. I'm host Austin, and I'm sorry I don't have the same energy as Brenda <laughs> does today. I've been sick all week. Oh, no. It's not Are COVID, you... everybody. It's no. <laughs> food poisoning. No. Yeah, I have food poisoning. and I... So I'm pretty sure it's food poison. It's either like food poisoning or it was food poisoning, and I'm so anxious that I had food poisoning that my body thinks it's... I don't know. I've never... Like, my stomach's still weird, and I don't know the mm. usual recovery of, like, your body from food poisoning, you know? I know it depends on how bad it is. Yeah. Yeah, I usually don't get food poisoning. I had a weird stomach thing happen, like, Halloween weekend. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wasn't nauseous, so that was the weird part. It just felt like someone was stabbing me, and the doctor couldn't figure out what it was, and the MRI didn't show anything, mm-hmm. and so it's like, what? was it and every so often i'll feel like the ghosts of it and it's like what what is it but i'm glad you're feeling better because i know that you forego all soups no no soups listen (laughs) we have to start this on this hey everybody i'm gonna let you know right now if you're looking for a pro soup host that's not me (laughs) so if that offends you you can you can hit the bricks Stop listening right now. This whole episode, I'm just going to flame on soup. We're start with tomato. <laughs> okay, tomato. Yeah. Like, wh- there's nothing in it. What's the point of that? But like, okay, ramen? ramen? I don't I don't see ramen. I don't like ramen, but I don't see ramen as a soup. Is It is a soup, though. Is it a soup? It's a soup. It feels like we'll, it's ramen. We'll put a... <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a... Thing out on Twitter and be yeah. like, is ramen a soup? Because it has a brothy liquid. I feel we're gonna we're, also we're gonna, known as broth. <laughs> we're gonna put this out on Twitter and then people are gonna hear this episode in like seven weeks and be like, Oh, that's why that's we were now on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they were asking us about soup. Because we're in the future, everybody. You're in twenty twenty, and we're also in twenty twenty. My but, phone just very ominously started playing um, music. <laughs> but in like two two weeks, you'll be in 2021 and we'll be in 2020 as we record. And that'll be fucking bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird to think about. Um, yeah, like this is, should be, if my calculations are correct, um, should be the weekend before, well, the week before Christmas, the Wednesday before Crumbus. Happy, so, happy Crumbus. Everybody. Happy Crumbus. <laughs> I'm so glad. And we all have our compass shopping done, and um, and none of you have gone anywhere because you haven't gone anywhere. D- don't go anywhere. Hey, did you go to a mall? I'm now disappointed in you. <laughs> well, I go to the mall very early in the morning. No one's there, but I also no one goes to my mall, so no one's ever there. Yeah, your mall doesn't <laughs> listen. I've been, I've, I've seen the remnants of what Brenda is calling a mall. It's a mall. <laughs> there, we didn't go inside. There's stuff inside of it. 
good. I swear to God. We have a Barnes and Noble. We have a Wahlburgers. <laughs> Mark Wahlburger himself comes to this very mall. He was, and I think it was the other Wahlburger who was there at the the opening. <laughs> It's really weird. So the big mall here in Grand Rapids, uh, Rivertown Mall, Brenda, has like been stores are closing, which doesn't happen there. So it's very weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, good job not going to the mall, everyone. Sorry to those workers. Very sorry to those workers, but phew, uh, because like that mall is massive. The first time yeah. I saw that mall was on a field trip, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" You took a it's... field trip to the mall? Were you well, in high no. school? <laughs> yeah, we didn't take a field trip specifically to the mall. We uh. Let's see, was this the Tulip Festival? Okay, I was a marching mm. band. So we were invited to march in the Tulip Festival in Holland. And we stayed the night in Grand Rapids. This is the first time I was ever in Grand Rapids. Wow. This was like uh, junior year of high school. I was like, it must have been late into high school for us. Because I know that mall opened. I think it was like we were juniors or seniors. In, like it, like we got to, or I got to Grand Rapids anyway, right after high school. And the mall had been open mm. like a year or two. Yeah, so we spent the night... We went, we went to, like, the Gerald R. Ford Museum, <laughs> and... You're like, well, this town sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty much just like, what is this? And then we spent the night at the Amway, which isn't that great, guys. It kind of sucks. The outside is very pretty. Yeah, and the lobby, gorgeous. And that was the first Starbucks I ever went to. Wow, what? Yeah, I we didn't have a Starbucks out here, so the first Starbucks I went to was the one in the base it, it's not in the basement it's ground level but it's downstairs down a set of stairs from the amway and that was the first time so like later when i moved to grand rapids and i just like walked into that starbucks i was just like mm, this seems very familiar and then i like looked out into the hotel and i was just like <gasps> <laughs> okay everyone uh if you've never been to grand rapids grand rapids has a very weird effect that when you don't when you're not from here and you don't know where things are and when you learn where things are you feel like you're in a totally different city yeah, it was it was a wild experience to like be like I've been here. I've been in these places. Like, <laughs> like I don't I've never had that experience in any other city. I've like I grew up in Detroit. I mm-hmm. like there's no other city that I've been to frequently where I feel that. Like I went I go out to the East Coast often. And so I've been to Boston a few times. And every time I go to Boston, I'll be like, "Ah, oh, yes, I've been here." And it doesn't feel weird, but Grand Rapids like I don't know what kind of weird deal they made with like the water fairies of the grand river to build their city here but (laughs) there's like some kind of weird memory thing that when you visit or when you first move here that like washes off as you drink enough of the fluoride water that it feels like you're somewhere new it's so weird and like even still i was in grand rapids for like eight years Mm -hmm. and even still i'd be wandering around and i would just be like oh i've been here (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like some places you like I don't, we're like not allowed to remember so that must be like where they live or something right that's like yeah and it gets worse the closer you get to the river yeah so i don't know what's up with that but it's i mean we, there's some there's some kind of weird fey deal with the water sprites in the river there's and... just so much fluoride it, like <laughs> there's just fluoride just like absorbed into everything <laughs> there's some stuff we're just not allowed to remember like i've been the it's, and it's a lot of churches, too. You'll, like, go by a church, and someone will be like, mm. oh, yeah, this is where this poetry night is. And you're like, I've been in this church before. Oh, when? Like, eight times, apparently. <laughs> and then you leave, and you forget exactly, you forget what the building looks like. Me with, like, Fountain Street Church. I can yeah. tell you how many times I've been inside that fucking building. <laughs> God. But, 
Yeah, what were we talking about? Uh, it's for everyone else. It's almost oh, it for those who celebrate it is almost Christmas as they listen to this. Yeah, we very rapidly went from Crumpus to Don't Travel to Mall to the other Mall to the first time Brian was. What a journey! So happy almost Christmas for those who celebrate. Uh, I don't know when other holidays fall in December because uh, I I personally celebrate Christmas, but yes, I know there are other celebrate. holidays going on. And I next know. time we record, <laughs> I'll look them up and wish you happy holidays as well. I know Hanukkah changes dates. Yes. So this year I do not know when it is. Yeah, I was like, I know Hanukkah is around, but I don't want to assume it's pivoted around my fucking like get me shit holiday (laughs) yeah this is the gift giving holiday i'm already getting gifts for everyone i'm pumped to watch the rugrats hanukkah uh oh yeah there's are there one or two episodes i I know there's one maybe it was it like a two-part special maybe it's a two-part special i know there was one that was like kind of funny but more serious like going mm-hmm. through the celebration of Hanukkah and then there's I feel like there's another one that's a little bit more like normal regrets like not as because I feel like the two-part special has like a higher production value mm-hmm. yeah because they were like it, it was a big deal because like it was all just Christmas yeah. specials so to be like yes this is one of the most successful cartoons on um tv right now mm-hmm. and they celebrate Hanukkah mm-hmm. it's real chill yeah I think, um, like, even power yeah. goes out sorry <laughs> yeah power goes out Let's, I, I don't know too much about hanukkah i'm sorry yeah no, i do like, know that like it, the power it, goes out and then uh because yeah. it's Didi's parents are the jewish ones, yeah. right because stu because grandpa yeah. is stu's dad yeah and he's yeah. not jewish yeah so like her parents come over and they uh they're there for hanukkah anyway <laughs> yeah um i know even stevens also did a hanukkah special Oh, okay. But it was kind of like a, like an interesting Hanukkah special slash uh, Christmas Carol match, which oh. match, because the Stevens celebrated both. Mm. So like they celebrated both Christmas and Hanukkah, but they only had a Hanukkah episode. I want to watch the As Told by Ginger holiday special where she tries to get everyone to come celebrate each holiday, because like, because it's like Dodie and her, because it's like Ginger's mom is Jewish. Mm-hmm. So they celebrate Hanukkah, and they also celebrate Christmas because it's they're like we're in America kind of thing, you know. Um, yeah. And then she try. I feel like she also tries to have like a Kwanzaa thing for Darren, uh, and I feel like one of the two friends also celebrates Hanukkah, and I can't remember if it's Dodie or uh, Macy, but I feel like one of the other friends also celebrates Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's kind of similar to the Weekenders holiday special, mm-hmm. where like. I think they they're all like we have to all celebrate the holidays together. So like they're trying to get to like everyone's holiday celebration. Right. Um I don't remember. There's like is it it's like Tino celebrates like the winter solstice. Right. I think. Oh yeah, and he's the they're like the hippie family. Yeah, his, his mom's <laughs> just like I'm just done with Christmas. <laughs> Tino's mom is just like my favorite. Hey Disney Plus. Where hey is, Disney. Where is Weekenders? <laughs> the weekenders it's so good it's so good like weekenders pepper i don't know hey i don't hey everyone brenda's in charge i know i'm taking her far away from her topic i'm sure but <laughs> one second where is pepper ann weekenders and fillmore where are they where are they where are pepper they Ann was like a real big deal fillmore was a big deal weekenders 
it's good. I, I like, don't know if it was. I don't know if I can say it was. A, it was a big deal to me, but I yeah, don't know if I was other like, people watched it. I don't think anyone else watched it, but I know that I was very into it. I thought it was just the funniest thing. Like where are they? I was they? like, yeah, where are they? Well, what, what's our time? Mm. We're gonna skip. I think. I think we'll skip good things this week. <laughs> Our new, so- our, our new uh, tough, good, good things. We're trying, everybody. It's really weird to be in the future. <laughs> yeah, no more news, only good. Um, oh, hey, is WandaVision out in the future? Is it? Is it good? Have we, have we enjoyed it? Let's say right now we, we've watched WandaVision and it's great. I really liked that part where <laughs> they bury a body in the backyard. <laughs> I, I enjoy that part where Dick Van Dyke comes on. Yeah, but it's like young Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, it's really, it's, not... it's unsettling. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's very unsettling. Because <laughs> you're like, they're like, Dick Van Dyke, and you expect, you know, like Dick, like, he, because he's around. And then it's like, young Dick Van Dyke, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa wait a second. <laughs> I know this man is actually old. <laughs> <laughs> but then he does the voice acting work for the CGI character, and so it really, you're really confused. Your brain is like, we need to turn this off. The laugh track gets to you after a while. <laughs> hey, Brenda, what's up today? Okay. <laughs> Austin, can you name one movie that you would not expect me to pick as a topic? Uh, so my gut reaction when Brenda texted me that was Die Hard. And I've been thinking long and no. hard about it. Die and... Hard about it? <laughs> and I actually wouldn't be shocked if Brenda picked Die Hard. So it can't be Die Hard. It's not Die Hard. It's a movie that, like, I feel like our friend group really likes, mm-hmm. and I notoriously have an opinion. Oh my that fucking I don't god! Like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe you beat me to it. I know. I was just like, I feel like maybe this is one where I want to control the narrative. You crafty bitch. <laughs> It's me, Jean <laughs> Fitch. <laughs> turns, turns around in your chair. I'm not host Brenda at all. This is I'm Queen Bitch, and I'm here to talk about Digimon the movie. Oh my god! Digimon. Oh my god! <laughs> so, Digimon the movie was released in American theaters on October 6, thousand. It oh follows god. the Digidestin from Digimon Adventure. <laughs> And Digimon Adventure Zero Two, as they defeat the evil virus Digimon Diaboromon, and the lasting effects his influence has on the digital world and the real world, I guess. Also, I'm really sorry, everybody. You have everyone, everyone, everyone. We haven't brought this beef to the podcast. I will. Me and Brenda want to fist fight about this movie. It's like a constant battle. I'm on the side of hey, it's not that good, and. Austin I will, <laughs> I will <it> kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but it also has a really interesting history. And I've also seen the original versions of this film. Mm. Um, so if I figured I was like, yeah, yeah, I could talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of wanted to be very chaotic today. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, one second, the switch. It did. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... um. To understand the Digimon movie, one must understand where it comes from. Mm-hmm. So, late 90s, 
Toei, which we talked about last week in our Godzilla episode, which mm. I had to remind myself was last week, um, does this like animation showcase like every year where they do like kind of like short films mm-hmm. for anywhere between like 20 minutes to like 60 minutes mm-hmm. that showcase like new anime that they have coming out. Um, so they've done like a lot of Dragon Ball Z movies, they've done a lot of One Piece movies, and they've done a lot of Digimon movies. So the first part of the showcase that was going to come out um, was a 20-minute short directed by Mamoru Hosada, who um, is known nowadays for directing Summer Wars and Wolf Children. And we'll come back to Summer Wars a little bit later. Oh, um, but he's like, boy, what's that? I love, I, I love, I, I love Mamoru Hosada. Uh, Summer Wars is great. Wolf Children's great. Uh, boy and the Beast is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all. I haven't seen. Um, Mirai what's no the Mirai. other one? Mirai no Mirai. Yeah, I have not seen that one. Yeah, Mirai so. of the Future. <gasps> yeah, that one I haven't seen, but They're all good. I anyway. think he was nominated for a big award. He has been. He uh, yeah. he got nominated for best animated film that year for not wow. for, not for Digimon. <laughs> not for Digimon. No. Yeah. So he got to start working with Toei, and he started. He his directorial debut was actually on this Digimon short called Digimon Adventure. And um, it's 20 minutes long, and it features the tie from the Digimon Adventure series and his little sister, Kari, mm-hmm. or uh, Taichi and Hikari, and um, they encounter Digimon for the first time. And it isn't Agumon, but apparently it's not the same Agumon that Tai meets later. <laughs> he's, he's a really big boy. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not the Agumon. <laughs> it's an Agumon. And so they, like, meet this Digimon... Go on like a little little adventure, and then Greymon fights Parrotmon in the streets. And this is the event that like kind of kicks off Digimon Adventure. All of the kids that witness this then become the Digimon, Digidestined in the future, <laughs> and get Digimon partners. And then we follow them through the Digimon anime series. So this is just like you know really short. Most of this short is pretty silent. And there's one thing that American films hate, and that is silence. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll get back to that later. Um, yeah, it it wasn't a very long film. So to follow this up the next year, Hosato followed up with like a second Digimon movie that was 40 minutes long called Our War Game. And this is, in my opinion, this is my favorite Digimon movie, I think. Okay. Like, there, there's quite a few of them, but this one just has like, you know, a feel to it. It's like the stakes are very staky. <laughs> the premise of this one is that a um, new like virus Digimon is like devouring the internet. Just like, and this is like 90s dial-up internet. Oh, yeah. Um. He's just, like, fucking shit up. So Ty and Izzy are um, trying to figure out how they can stop him, and they can't get in contact with anyone else. So they're, like, trying to stop Diaboromon from launching nuclear bombs <laughs> and destroying the yeah, world. <laughs> yeah, he infects, like, the... Pe- it's really... It's always weird when... Because it's, like, a Japanese animation, but he infects, like, the... Pen- it's, like, the Pentagon. Like, clearly the Pentagon is where he goes. Yeah. <laughs> He goes to the Pentagon and launches American nuclear missiles, <laughs> one of which is aimed straight at Japan. Yeah, it's like it's like a bunch of places and also where the Digi Justin live. Like their yeah. nondescript area of Japan. I don't think they ever say where they live. Tokyo? Pro- like probably. Like if you looked at a screenshot, it's probably like vaguely Tokyo area. Like that's always a safe bet. Or it's like where the animator's mm-hmm. from. Like those are the two options. It's like Tokyo or like the part of Japan the director's from. Yeah. um so yeah this one this one's really good it's only 40 minutes long but it's it's like a plot that digimon kind of keeps coming back to like the latest um digimon adventure series which was kind of like a reboot of 
of sorts mm-hmm. of um, the original starts right off with a plot that's like derived from this one. So um, this one's my favorite. I really like it. The last one I want to mention before we get into what the Digimon movie is was uh, Hurricane Touchdown. And this is the longest one. This one's 65 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And this one takes place in the second season of Digimon, which is Zero Two. Um, this one stars, uh, what's his dub name? Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> this one I love stars Davis. So much. I know. It's so fucking funny to me. You're like, what do you. Uh, my name's Matt. What are you talking about? What do you mean your name's Matt? <laughs> Just Matt? It's not Yamato or anything no, like that? I'm, no. I'm Matt Ishida. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. The funniest one to me is TK because his Japanese name is Takaru. And they're just like, yeah, t- t- TK, I guess. I'm like, Izzy's fucking Japanese name is like Koshiro. And they're like, mm, Izzy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's But Sora how gets do, to keep get, her name? How do I get on that team? So like, what was was Kingdom Hearts out? Was that what we were all fine with Sora? Was Kingdom Hearts the, out? This is pre-Kingdom Hearts. Oh, this okay, is this is before. Well, Mimi's just called Mimi. Joe is still Joe, but it's like spelled differently. Joe, <laughs> Joe with a U on the end. Yeah. So this one has the second um, set of Digidestins. So you got Yoli, <laughs> Davis, and Cody. Just fucking Cody and Kari and TK. And they meet up with a new Digidestined named Willis Wallace in the original Japanese. <laughs> Don't know why they changed that one, you know. but okay. You know, who has is going after this um, corrupted Digimon named Kokomon and has to defeat and that's it. This is the longest one. This one's 65 minutes long. The kids go to America. They're in Colorado. They're fighting this Digimon. <laughs> it's so fucking goofy. <laughs> There's a subplot in this one. Where the original Digidestined have all been kidnapped by Kokomon. And that's kind of like the catalyst for mm. why this movie happened. Um, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. When we delve further into what the um, American Digimon movie is like. Um, so the American Digimon movie takes all three of these films that I've just described to you. And mashes them together in an unholy amalgamation. <laughs> You mean like a perfect peanut butter jelly sandwich? No, not a peanut BJ. Takes little bits and pieces of them and just mashes them together and ties together with a narration that doesn't need to be there. Into a perfect... No! (laughs) Anyway, around this time, Warner Brothers is seeing incredible success with the Pokemon movie. Like, they released Pokemon the first movie. It was... An insane hit, and it did not cost too much to make. I'm pretty sure they sunk most of the money into pop songs, adding <laughs> pop songs into the first Pokemon movie. Oh, and those uh, um, those gold Mew, those gold Mew cards they gave out. Oh yeah, all of those, <laughs> all of those ancient Mew cards. My parents were like, "Keep it; it'll be worth money." I I am I'm pretty sure I like dropped mine in my pop at the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so Ward Brothers is like just rolling in sweet sweet cash. So Fox, um is just like who like airs digimon on fox kids um it's just like we have to make a digimon movie to combat pokemon and get all the sweet sweet cash and um the only problem was that there is not a digimon movie that is just a movie so like the first pokemon movie was just a full movie the quote-unquote digimon movies were shorts um one was 20 minutes one was 40 minutes and one was 65 minutes um so None of those 
really could make a movie on their own. Um, the last one maybe could have come close, yeah. but not quite. It would have would have really been pushed. So um, they decided they're just going to mash them all together and do their best. A stroke of genius. <laughs> just a stroke of genius. No. Um, <laughs> it's going to kill me after this episode, everybody. <laughs> I hope you like this last episode. <laughs> this, is, this is causing her physical pain. <laughs> so... Originally, the localization team um, for the Digimon series, which was Jeff Nimoy and Bob Bulkos, Bulkos, Bob, Jeff and Bob, Bob. (laughs) our pals, our pals, Jeffy and Bobo, (laughs) (laughs) Bobarino, how's that Digimon movie? (laughs) Originally, they only wanted to take the uh, Digimon Adventure short and the Our War Game film yeah and put those two together which would have made sense because it would have if you add in the angela anaconda short which i have not <laughs> mentioned yet there, I, I assure you um if you add that in you would have a full-length movie so it makes sense to just do that because all the characters are coherent mm-hmm. they go together and then like the ending of our war game involves like just omnimon appearing which is Two mega form Digimon smashing together into like this really cool Digimon, and it's like really epic, and it would have been a great end to a film instead of the middle of the film, <laughs> like it is in the final product. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will. I won't lie. Uh, me and my siblings would stop watching it at the Omnimon part. Yeah. Because that should be the end of the movie. I want, the first time I watched it, we like left because we assumed that was the end of because we didn't watch it in theaters. We were watching mm-hmm. it at home, and we like left like the DVD probably by the time running, like assuming the movie was done, and like went downstairs and came back upstairs, and they're like, "So New York City is like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> New York, what? Excuse me, shit, yeah, because." Our war game should be the end of it. That should have been the whole thing. And that's what the, the team wanted to do. And I watched the Digimon movie this morning. God. kind of feel You are. <laughs> Brenda loves. Hey. Brenda loves all of you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could have paid Brenda to watch. If I was like, Brenda, Brenda, the Digimon movie, will you watch it? I think she would have come to my house, <laughs> taken out a 10 foot stick, and hit me with it. <laughs> It was so hard, and I almost didn't do it. Like, I almost gave up halfway through the Digimon Adventure short, which I think is the probably the worst part of the dub, because mm-hmm. um, it doesn't shut up. But <laughs> which could be said about the whole film. Um, and I was, tried to watch it last night. I was like, I'll be responsible and good, and I'll try to talk it last night. But Austin, I don't know if you noticed, me and Dante were just talking in Discord for hours. <laughs> hours and then when i was done talking to dante i talked to you for a little bit and then i went to bed <laughs> so i did not get digimon watched last night um like so um but i got it watched this morning <laughs> that's good you did it um what was i talking about oh yeah, they just wanted to have it be like the first two which i, I said like three times yeah i'm moving i promise i'm moving on okay um but was it fox was, it? was like hey mm-hmm. yeah fox was like hey we want to advertise the new season. We want to have the movie with these new characters. And Jeffo and Bob were just like, but that's the longest one. How do you do that? <laughs> and then they were like, okay. Because their plan was to release that one later as a TV. Mm. 
makes sense, but okay. Um, but Fox was like, no, we want them all together. And so, like, Babo and Jeffy were just like, okay, we will do it, but it's going to be like a two hour long movie, which back then, especially for kids' films, was not done. And um, Saban, who, you know, owned Digimon. Oh, our like, old pal Digimon. Saban. They're here, our everybody. Old pal Saban. So, hi, I'm Saban's here. Shuki Levy's here. All the cast from our Power Rangers episode, please go listen. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we don't have the money to make a two hour long movie. We just absolutely can't do this. Also, by the way, the Digimon movie released in October of 2000, and Hurricane Touchdown, the last part of this movie, released in July of 2000. <laughs> so that is three, three, four ish months to dub a movie. So. <laughs> Well, it's a yeah, good thing they yeah. didn't need all of it. <laughs> yeah, good thing they just cut it up like an onion. I got a burp. All right, I burped. I'm done. Okay, so there wasn't time. There wasn't money because Saban always, like, did everything they did on the cheap. That yeah. was, like, their thing. Um, go listen to the Power Rangers episode. <laughs> go listen to the Power Rangers episode. We're going to know more, a little bit more about that. But they had kind of um, been the fo- front runners of cheaply dubbing anime for kids. Um Including, <laughs> they tried, they tried to make a kids-friendly version of Detective Conan. They sure tried. They did try. It oh my god, Conan's how they tried! Capers. It was called Conan's Capers, <laughs> and I'm searching for footage of it every day. <laughs> I want to see it. They also, fell. they uh, technically they tried to do Sailor Moon first. Yes, they had released they were... one episode, and it. I've never seen it, but I'm told it was awful. And they they didn't even try they they didn't even try and release more. They released the first episode, and it tested so bad. They were like, "Well, we'll just pretend we never released it." We didn't, and then Deke got to do it. <laughs> it's really sad when Deke cousins made a, <laughs> when Deke did a better job than you because Deke did not do a good job. These two are cousins. Why are those cousins kissing? They're cousins. They're cousins. Don't make it weird. Those cousins are <laughs> hugging really long. They're cousins. <laughs> You've avoided Digimon the movie long enough, Brenda. Tell me more. Okay. All right, where was I? <laughs> um, okay, so they had no time, no money mm-hmm. to mash these movies together. And Hurricane Touchdown was jammed on there and like cut down to, like I think it's about a half hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like 30 minutes that are missing, including an entire subplot in which the original Digidestined are going missing. That is not mentioned once in the American Digimon movie. Yeah. Not once. Like, I could see a couple places where, like, they abruptly cut away, so, like, the characters would not be like, we gotta go find Ty. Mm -hmm. Like, that scene at the end of it where they're all, like, babies, and they're, like, in the field. Right. The other Digidestined were there, too. (laughs) Like, so, it's just absolutely baffling. Because you lose any silent moment in that last part, especially... Um, but let me rewind just a smidge. This movie starts out with a rap. It's by a, um, singer who's MC Peapod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, well, digi rule in the digi world and the digi time and the digi place and the digi digi dick. <laughs> well, digi find a digi way to digi. Digivolve. Digivolve it. Hey. <laughs> That's how the movie starts out. And then it, it goes straight it, into... Technically, the movie starts out with an Angel Anaconda short. Okay, I'll talk about <laughs> Angela Anaconda. Angela Anaconda. 
um, was in quote unquote animated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly animated abomination of a show that aired on Fox Kids. Um, and I think I watched a video about it. To just try to understand Angela. Um, still have questions and few answers. <laughs> but apparently Angela Anaconda was popular. So it's not like they just picked, like, I don't know, Eat the Cat or something to, like, tag on the top of like, the front of their Digimon movie. They were like, <laughs> they are just like, okay, we'll have, like, a five-minute short with Angela Anaconda. And this short, which involves Angela going to go see the Digimon movie and then having, like, a, a Doug-esque um, fantasy revenge sequence against her bully... Um, and then that's it. They're yeah. in the wrong theater, and then she leaves to go to the right theater, and that's it. And they actually repurposed the short into a full episode. They did. So they just like <laughs> they removed all of the Digimon stuff, and they were like going to go see like some other generic movie, and then they were like, "Well, we can recoup our losses from the Digimon movie by just making an episode of Angela Anaconda." So that's how the movie starts out. Then the screen goes dark, and we roll right into the Digi Rap. You need a Digi. Well, they got a Poker Rap. So you need a Digi-Rap. Yeah, Digimon, people are like, hey, don't compare Digimon and Pokemon. But, like, the reason that happens is because the two companies just did that. Especially Digimon, they were just like, we will be the Pokemon killer. We will have everything that Pokemon has and more. We will have a movie. We will have a rap. We will have a compilation pop song CD. (laughs) What's weird, right, is, like, that happened here. Like, that isn't the experience necessarily abroad from my understanding of it from like reading through things like they're two different franchises and the diff the similarity is like they both have like little monsters but like if you intake a bunch of japanese media that's not uncommon that's especially for kids stuff that's very common there are a lot of things with little creatures that kids befriend that's kind of like a like a whole thing that was mostly just fox kids like whole anime selection they were like we've got fighting food on we've got metabots oh my god metabots so like that whole thing was just like trying to um chase pokemon success yeah and Um, and so it's weird because like growing up here is very much like are you a digimon fan or a pokemon fan like which one's better but that digimon wasn't made like from my understanding of history digimon like in response to pokemon or something they're just like two things that exist yeah, and like technically Digimon in America got here before Pokemon. Yeah. Not by a lot. And only in America. But like that whole like you have to take a side thing is very American. Yeah. Um another big example of this is when Twilight came out. Oh god. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do in sync and Backstreet Boys, which was like in oh. the time period, but we went in right street- we just went right to Twilight. Yeah, I was there's just a sound clip of Edward saying effervescent that plays in my head. <laughs> which is just from a meme and not actually from twilight (laughs) the digimon movie is 20 years old in america what's that the digimon movie is 20 years old in america yeah we missed the um anniversary by a lot damn well especially when y'all are hearing this because it's the week before christmas (laughs) um yeah so the digimon um movie we roll right into digimon adventure which features Tai as a very young child and Kari as an even younger child. And this whole movie is narrated by Kari, who is just like, um, just ta- just tells you what you they think you need to know. But like, if you know Digimon, you already know all this stuff. And mm-hmm. 
Kanye's dub voice is abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I don't know how old that voice actor is, but it's clearly an adult mm-hmm. trying their hardest to be like three. Yeah, like Kari's got to be like from how young Ty is, because like by the time they did you, Dustin Ty's like Pokemon age. He's like eight or yeah. ten or something. So like Kari's like three and imagine an adult like if me was like hi i'm a three-year-old but you know i'm a voice actor so it's not that bad but it's like yeah it's like hey i'm kari (laughs) how are you (laughs) (laughs) oh your name is carlin oh that's so interesting (laughs) wow and then she's got a little whistle so she's just like I can I can distinctly hear the way uh, that voice says Ty in my head. Ty. Like I, it, you you start you mentioned the voice and I was like, oh, I can hear her saying Ty right now. And yeah, it's it's it's, it's uh it's, it's very distinct and yeah. So she's like three, maybe younger. I don't know if she's walking at that <laughs> point, but she is talking. There's like a. Like a part where like she's only communicating with her whistle, mm. and then like she's talking to like. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's only communicating with her whistle, and then there's a part where she's talking to Coralmon, and Ty's just like, "Never talk to me." <laughs> like he's all love you about it. Um, so she's pretty little. Um, and I was trying to find like the original Japanese one to like, do like a comparison, and I could only find like one part of it with spanish subtitles so that was a that was a struggle okay <laughs> to take my my limited amount of japanese limited amount of spanish and just to try, try to your damnedest try my best um but yeah what i found from that is just the original has a lot more silence mm. you know just some time where nothing's happening you know, just just some music just some chill atmosphere not kari narrating and telling me what the hell is <laughs> destined is i already know kari <laughs> It is. It does. I remember that's where I got the idea of like, oh, since this is a movie, they have to tell people because like, again, growing up, a lot of the times you're like, people don't people don't watch anime is what we all got told. And then we all became adults <laughs> yeah. and realized every single one of us was watching anime. We could have been friends the whole time. <laughs> yeah, um, I get it that you want to like, let people know what is kind of going on in case they like haven't been like following it very religiously. But Pokemon just does like a short little intro mm-hmm. and then like detective conan does the same intro for every movie <laughs> pretty right. much um you know like that's that's a good way to do it instead of like having a narration that's like interrupting what's happening the whole time mm-hmm. kari narrates this whole movie when you think there's going to be a silent moment there she is she's waiting. like she's like that's what you thought bitch you fucking thought <laughs> you thought we wouldn't have any audio here you absolutely any any time there's like dead air where they can throw in american words for people to know what's going on they they're doing it <laughs> they're doing it they're like don't be afraid i know this is an anime but we just made a fart joke so <laughs> now you know you're home <laughs> so the voice actress who played kari uh was lara jill Mil- miller uh mm-hmm. and she was also in the amanda show and i'm trying to figure out who she is who is she she played kathy on the amanda show she was also in the 1980 sitcom Give Me a Break. So she was not a child, everybody, by the time this movie came out. Not a child. And, like, in the show, Kari is the youngest Digidestin. She has, like, it's not an abrasive voice. I would say 
it's a distinctive voice, yeah. but it's like doesn't quite fit Kari's character. Kari's kind of like a little quieter, you know, mm-hmm. like she's just quiet. She's nice. I don't really know what Kari's personality is. <laughs> she's got she's, a cat. Yeah, she's like the she's the quintessential younger sister trope, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like, yeah, she's very empathetic. She's very sensitive. Um, I think that's that was like a big thing in Zero Two was that she could like sense like this dark force. Right. Yes. They never did anything with that. <laughs> yeah, she she's got a distinctive voice. It just doesn't, definitely does not work when she's three. It didn't work when she was like six, <laughs> and it also did not work when she was like ten. Because like at the end of the movie, it's the same voice actress. Kari's like ten at this point ish, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Um, junior high school ish age, just alone in the. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's normal. <laughs> That's normal. <laughs> it's wild because it is kind of normal in Japan for like kids to just kind of wander around. Yeah. So it's we don't do that. We here. don't do that here. Like I think that's that has to be something that's like we gotta like talk to them, right? When they like you're in they're in America for a holiday and it's like eleven year olds wandering around like Chicago and it's like <laughs> we don't do that here. We don't you need do an that adult. Here. <laughs> this is dangerous. <laughs> um. Anyway, her voice is still abrasive by the end of this movie. Um, also, everyone in the last short, like, the last chunk of, like, animation is, like, very pretty. Like, too pretty. The animation style is too pretty, and everyone's voice is, like, very abrasive, and it's so jarring. I don't necessarily think that's the dub's fault. I think the director of that last one, which was not Momono Hosada, it was a different director. Right. Um, just made everyone way too pretty, and everyone's just kind of, like, way too close to the camera, and their eyes are, like, all doki-doki. <laughs> Big, big eyes. Big, very detailed eyes with just massive eyelashes. Anyway, I digress. Um, the first one is pretty insufferable. It's hard to get through. The fight's fine. It's animated very well because Omar um, Hosada knows what he's doing. So we get to our war game, and Austin, you're going to be surprised. You're going to be a little bit surprised. Will I? You're going to be a little bit surprised, I promise you. Mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of thought this one was fine. I need you to speak louder into the mic. Okay. I would like it on the record, everybody. Uh, uh, As we record, 12.06 p.m., November 12th, (laughs) the year of our Lord, 2020, Brenda herself, host Brenda, the one you know and love, uh, has stated that a portion of the Digimon movie is at least just fine. I would like that on the record if it so pleases the court. (laughs) Yes, Okay, I think the dub of our war game is fine, and here's why. Um, I think it's actually kind of funny in parts because one, it that movie has like these chunks and segments that just had music overplaying them, so it had like musical montages that were a little more artsy. Mm-hmm. So when they incorporate one week <laughs> into, it's so good! <laughs> it's so good! When they incorporate one week by the bare naked ladies into this Digimon film, it works because, like, in the original, Butterfly was there, which is a pop song. Mm -hmm. So it was a chunk of the movie that was meant to have a song there. So it works. It's fine. It's great. Like, that whole part is. And the movie's also, the original, also has more comedic moments, which is wild because it's about, like, codes being launched. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, there's like more humor to the original, so like adding in the more humorous dub version works because there's parts where like there should be jokes. Also, Ty's mom is hilarious. 
there's a through line in the dub of this movie where Ty's mom can't cook. And she's, like, making, like, a shitty cake and shitty food this whole chunk while, like, the internet's being devoured by a virus Digimon. <laughs> she's and Ty just and doing her best. Side room, just losing their minds and trying to, like, fight this monster. <laughs> and then you just hear Ty's mom just like, hey, I'm, does anyone want any liver sticks? It's just like, it, it works. And I hate that it works. Um, there's also a part in here where Kari's going to a birthday party and she like holds up the present and she's just like, I got her a pink Power Ranger. And I'm just like, well, Spawn, you could not pick yourself. They had to. They, <laughs> listen, it was, they're like, okay, so in case this, they're like, let's do the Digimon thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what if we had like one Power Ranger thing? Well, we don't want to distract. Yeah, we're just saying like, what if, you know, because, again, everyone Saban is, like, trying to get paid. So... They want money. If this doesn't pan out, they're like, we still have Power Rangers, and we just need to remind the world that if they hate this, there's still more Power Rangers to go by. <laughs> this was the year 2000, and no one really watched Power <laughs> no Rangers. No one was watching Power Rangers. It was on, but no one watched it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, so I had siblings, right? And they were still, mm-hmm. like kids still power ranger you know especially because like i power ranger and so they grew up watching me watch it and they kept watching it and so like Mm -hmm. our house was still watching power rangers and buying power rangers goods but it was not power rangers yeah it was like a it was a time in in the world and i feel like if they wanted to keep it going they had to change the formula which would never happen because they are trying to make money not quality Yeah, it is about the money. Like, this is not art. We would like the. They were like, which uh Ranger series came out in Japan this year? We would like the cheapest one to buy with the cheapest shots you took. That is what we oh, will this, turn into a show. This one features tree swords. Oh, trees? No. Okay. <laughs> Palm tree sword. <laughs> we shot. It's this blade of grass sword. Sure, we'll we'll make it work. It's fine. Kids will buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wrong. But no. Uh, yes. So it's got more comedic moments. I there, There's still like narration where there should not be narration. So there's a scene where like Ty gets sucked into the internet and is like slowly descending down onto like Ward Greymon's like corpse. <laughs> he's not dead. But that's what it looks like. <laughs> he's like just slowly descending through the air and he's like reaching down for him. And this should be like a beautiful, beautiful, lovely moment where, like, the music swells, really emotional, like, oh, God, what? Here comes fucking Kari. <laughs> hey. Wow, he defeated a mega-level Digimon. I was like, that shouldn't be a weird... Kari, shut hey, up. Hey, Kari, like, why do you... How do you know... How do you know this? You're at a birthday party, Kari. Eat your mom's <laughs> bad cake. <laughs> hey, the voice actress for Kari plays someone in Kingdom Hearts. Is it Kari? No, it's... <laughs> Chi- oh, Kyrie, sorry. Chirifi? Chi- what the fuck is that? Uh, they are apparently. Th- oh, it's like a like cat person. Oh. They are cat-like anthropomorphic dream eaters. Tasty. They play the voices. <laughs> she plays the voices for them in three and two point eight. I assume that's where they got introduced because it's the two point eight final chapter prologue, and then every Kingdom Hearts sense. Uh, sorry everyone, I went down a rabbit hole of this voice actress trying to figure out who the fuck she was in the man. She's also an iCarly. Oh, what? I feel like she would be better at voicing Gatawan. Yeah, I could see that. 
Tailmon for you hardcore Digimon fans. <laughs> Deep cut. <laughs> so, yes, our war game is, is passable. So if that had been, like, the ending of the movie, maybe I'd be fine with the Digimon game. Because that's the coolest maybe I thing. Made it, my... it has yeah. everyone... You, so at the it, so in my head when I was a kid it was the coolest fucking thing because it had the coolest Digimon mm-hmm. that were like cooler than the coolest Pokemon to me, and then at the time Yu-Gi-Oh was going on they did the coolest thing that Yu-Gi-Oh did which when cards could fuse, so it did like yeah. both. It was like here's the coolest Digimon and they fuse and now they have sword arm and gun arm. It's like you don't expect this to happen because up until this point this has not happened. Mm-mm. It's like you think that Mega Evolution according to the show is, like, the highest a Digimon could go. And then all of a sudden, they're just like, nope. And, like, they just fuse together, and then, like, it's just, like, a a manifestation of Ty and Matt's begrudging friendship. <laughs> Matt. Taichi and Yamato's begrudging Tomorachi. I can't get over it. <laughs> they were like, what should we call this guy? Matt. Matt. That's a, that's a strong... English name. <laughs> it's short for Mephimothy. <laughs> I feel like what they were trying to go for is like Tai and Kyrie are like Japanese still, you know, because they had the brown hair and then they're like, well, Matt's clearly American. Like, I could, I could see that angle even like, like, it's not unheard of when a mm-hmm. Japanese, when like an anime comes out and there's like the blonde hair character and like you find out there's like a one off where they're American, you know? Yeah. Um, but is it implied that like one of their parents is not Japanese? I don't. Their parents are divorced. They're divorced. <laughs> I do know that. Yeah. I. So I haven't seen this movie since I was like fourteen. Um, to my recollection, I can't say for sure. I re- definitely remember assuming he was like American because he had blonde hair and blue eyes, and his name was Matt, and didn't sound Japanesey. <laughs> but <laughs> I know how that's just like. What's his name? Matt. Matt. <laughs> What's his name? Ash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna question it. <laughs> when I found out his Just... name wasn't Ash, I was like, wait, the whole plot point of Pokemon 2 the movie is that the world will turn to Ash. Will turn to Ash. So what is the <laughs> what it... world return to Satoshi? <laughs> what the fuck is Satoshi? <laughs> Who's Kazumi? What did Slow King say to him? Uh... What did he say? <laughs> No, I've no, I, I to this day have no idea. I'm sure I could dig. That's like what we do here, I guess. But I have not figured it out. I just thought about that again. I was like, wait, that I guess you know maybe he still says the same prophecy, but it hits harder in English because he they do the dramatic turn and they're like, do you think the team was looking? I was like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. This is so easy. <laughs> I didn't think this my job would be this easy today, but the world will match. Anyway, Omniman is the coolest shit. DNA Digivolve. He, yeah, it's like DNA Digivolving before that was like commonplace in the show. Um, it, it was a big deal and it would have just blown everyone's minds. It would have been the reason to go see that movie. But in the way this movie is structured, it's like mashed off into the middle of the movie. And then they expect you to get hyped over um, Golden Armor Digivolution. I don't care. It's not as cool. I don't, I don't care about Magnamon. He's I don't care about cool. Rapidmon. Rapidmon. Is dumb. <laughs> they're listen. They w- they wish they were War Greymon and Metal Greymon. They are not as cool. No, absolutely not. Um, 
Metal Garurumon is like one of my favorite Digimon. I have this model kit right here. It's just I've been staring at it this whole time. He's so fucking cool. Could you explain to everyone the edginess of what Metal Garurumon is? Okay, let me paint you a word picture of what this good boy looks like. He is a metal wolf, okay? <laughs> and he's like purple. He's got spikes over his shoulders. He's got like these big purple claws and like these big metal teeth and this big pink nose and he's got these giant wings that also have spikes on them and are made of energy and he's just armor all over he is just the coolest shit i've ever seen he's he's pretty cool (laughs) he's amazing i love him so much (laughs) they were like we're making a metal guru my model kit i was like (gasps) it's weird because uh his counterpart so to speak war graymon uh the other protagonist digimon is like more humany like he like Algamon gets more humany each time he digivolves it feels like and mm-hmm. <laughs> he just is like i am dog <laughs> yeah it's like evolution of, of gabumon he is a little bipedal boy and then he is just a wolf mm-hmm. then he is just a werewolf yeah he's he's he a is, furry <laughs> he's a furry then he's a metal wolf Again, that's <laughs> He's it. He's like, no, I had it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, being on four paws is where it's at, everybody. He walked on two feet for like a uh-huh. second. So He's like, this is awful. It takes you My so- back hurts. <laughs> it takes you so long to go up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't built for this. <laughs> and then he was all mad. Uh, War Greymon is cool. He's got like those like little... Was hand claws? Yeah, he's like hand, he has like sand true claws, and he has yeah, because like, he's he's got hands in there. He can take his claws off. His if he wants. abs. <laughs> <laughs> Digimon flirts with a lot of stuff. <laughs> There's like some furry shit happening. Not even just furry shit, like Angelomon. Oh God! Excuse me. An angel. Excuse me. Angel man. Angel angel man. Angel man. Angel. Ange- Anjuman, <laughs> angel dude, just a human man. He's just a human. It's really unsettling when they get those digivolves. When they Angelman and Angel, it is, it is, everybody. If you've never seen Digimon, watch up to the point where you meet Angelman and Angelman. They, it is unsettling because they are just two humans. Humans, and it's like okay. So when you first meet Angel Angelman, um, he's the last one. Patamon is a cute little little guy, mm-hmm. cute little winged, bat winged child baby, doing his best. And yeah, and then he digivolves, and then he's just a man. He's a man. He's a and it's he is a man. Like, T- TK is like six, I'm guessing yeah. five six. Um, and then he's just like being carried by this grown man. He, <laughs> just carries him yeah, around. Yeah, he's like not. So you're thinking angel everybody, but this is like. Bible angel, if you're not a Bible person, Bible angels are like scary. He has like six wings. He has yeah, like he's got six studs in his chest. He has like a plated <laughs> helmet over his eyes. He's like he's like not like ah oh, yes. Sir he's like, I am here to pass the wrath of hell on all those who serve like he is scary. Mm-hmm. It's like he's not like a reassuring presence. He's terrifying. And they're like Hoist him up as like the most powerful chip. <laughs> All right. And yeah, Angel Woman is like horn. 
Angel Woman <laughs> is such a controversial figure that when they were releasing statues of all of like the Digidestined mm-hmm. and their um their their champion Angel Woman's not a, she's an ultimate level Digimon, but it gets kind of hairy because Godamon is a champion, but everyone else is a rookie all the time. Anyway, everyone else had their champion Digimon forms within their statues and they chose to do <laughs> for Kari's. Um to the point where that statue got cancelled because it was too sexy. It's very I'm looking at the mockups everyone. Why did they they gave her just like unnecessarily huge babams? Just the biggest bazongas. But they're not as they're the not biggest... that big in the show, people. No, they're not. So it's like, okay, I get it. Because like you'd have like this nice statue of like Matt leaning on um Greymon's not what the fuck? <laughs> uh Garurumon's <laughs> side playing his little harmonica. And then you've got like Ty who's hanging out with Greymon, like holding on to his little horns, and you got Slora who's like hanging out on Birdman's feet. <laughs> and then you've got fucking Tittery twos. Just titten. Here come the titty tit tit. Hey, everyone. Oh, she starts as a cat. (laughs) She starts as a cat. She goes from a little doggy, Salomon, to a kitty, to a sexy lady, and then to a dragon. So, which you get to see in this movie. (laughs) It has it all, really. You think because Angemon, and then we'll get back to Hurricane Touchdown, but. This is kind of relevant because the end of Hurricane Touchdown, to combat how cool it was when we saw Omnimon Digivolve, we see um we see Patamon and Gatamon change into their mega forms for the first time for like five seconds. Yeah. But um Angemon's like mega form is Seraphimon, who is just a very armored angel man. This makes sense. And then Angelomon goes straight to a pink dragon named Megadramon. And it, it makes sense. Th- there is a lady version, like a lady version of Seraphimon. I don't remember what her name is, but there. I just always assumed that <laughs> Angel Woman would digivolve. She's in the fourth season. She's in Frontier. Like, oh yeah. Why did? Why did? Why was Angel Woman digivolve into a dragon? Ah! Hey everyone, be it careful googling Angel Woman. You may want to scrub your shit. I've. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Abort. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like scrolling and I found something with her and the cat, and we're done with that. <gasps> I, I was oh. like, "That's her." Oh. Oh no! Oh no! I'm pretty Jeez. sure all the Digimon are like four. <laughs> no. And they make it very clear the Digimon are like children. They're like babies. Especially Padamon, just a, just a tiny baby. Man. Yeah. So anyway, Agemon and Agemon are just a pe. I can't get over how much they're just people. They're just people, and there's other Digimon that are also just people, and then there's Leomon who is just a furry. <laughs> In season three of Digimon, where like uh Jerry or Jury for real fans um <laughs> is like her partner Digimon is Leomon from just sheer stubbornness and. Just like every image of them together is just very weird because he's just a shirtless lion man. And it's like, mm, this is weird. It's very weird. It's like in Pokemon, there's a bit in, <laughs> oh God, what game was that? Uh, Sun and Moon? There's a bit in Sun and Moon where a dude dresses up as a Machoke to trick girls into dating him. Mm. And it's it's like working. Like there are adult women, in theory, from what we can gather, 
that are ready to go on dates with this Machoke. And then you reveal he's a dude, and they're like, ah, oh, I can't believe he tricked us. And <laughs> me playing, I'm like, whoa, hold up. Whoa, hold up. Hey, Pope. Game Freak. Game Freak, <laughs> Game Freak you freaks. Hey, 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 Game Freak. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> All right, where, where was I? How do we come back from this? I want to talk about how Digimon the movie was a box office success. It it was, but not as much as Pokemon the movie 2000, which we hey, released that Hey, summer. Brenda, we're talking about Digimon the movie right now? Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. Digimon the movie had a budget of $5 million, which is piss. Like, just absolutely nothing. Because <laughs> it wasn't... They, they, they didn't, I can't... The fact that you even list a budget, I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> you, you, like, stitched some film together. <laughs> you just added voices and chopped a movie into tiny pieces like and you had three months to do it incredible it's kind of a feat this movie exists like the fact that like hurricane touchdown came out in july and digimon the movie was released in october bananas absolutely bananas like and this movie had a profit of 16 million usd now l- let me compare this to pokemon oh my God. <laughs> if you let me <laughs> Pokemon had 133 million million in profit. Pokemon Movie 2000, Mm -hmm. that's not Lugia. And Lawrence III. Um, (laughs) My favorite Pokemon villain, Lawrence III. (laughs) And it's like, I had to burp, sorry. (laughs) It's like, okay, I know Pokemon's Pokemon. It's really hard to beat Pokemon. Okay, that's fine, that's fair, okay. But like, 60 million isn't much, but it still was a profit. <laughs> it still is a profit. So, um, yeah. <laughs> That's a Digimon movie. Um, how do you feel? So, how do you feel, Brenda? How do I, I feel like I want to watch these movies new dub. I want them to take the cast from Try or Alas Evolution and just do a new dub of these in full. Like a super super longo movie. I so what I want because I'm uh just a absolute slut for nostalgia. I want them to like just remake the movie. Just like the whole. Just movie. like the whole movie. Like as is, like cut or just like have it be very long. Uh, have not as they cut it, but like to take those elements and make it into a coherent plot. Like because I feel like they could introduce the the second group of Digi Dustin earlier or something. Like you know, like it, it like. To have, like, a through line that makes sense. And Omnimon be at the end. Yeah. The through line that they tried to have was, like, Willis, Wallace, is um, present. So, like, in at the beginning of the movie, they do, like, a clip of, like, Wallace, like, running around with his Digimon. Because um, he has two Digimon, by the way, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, they have him running around with his Digimon. And then he comes, he's mentioned again in our war game as, like, the person who, created Diaboromon and is in contact with Izzy. And he's like, well, four at that point. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> just look at the timeline. And then they go back to the, to the end and they're like, TK remembers him, I guess. It just, it's very loose. Doesn't fit together. Yoli does make an appearance in our war game very briefly. She's like one of the, you can tell because she's purple hair. <laughs> it's hard to miss her. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Like maybe they could do something. Um, but I would like to just see them like released separately in full. Mm-hmm. Um, so Digimon has done this with like further movies down the line. After this movie was released in 2000, like kind of a middling success. Fox Kids um, 
lost the rights. Fox Kids stopped existing. A lot of their catalog was to Disney. Um, so that's why JetX, the Disney, Toon Disney, um, like edgy programming block that eventually Power Rangers would run on, had a lot of things that Fox Kid used, Fox Kids used to air. Yeah. So JetX aired Power Rangers, JetX aired Batman the Animated Series, and Tiny Toon. Um, and eventually, um, and in 2005, JetX was like, we're going to release a bunch of Digimon movies as specials because Digimon had been doing pretty well on their, their channel, like previous seasons, like getting good airings even like at this point um adventure was like five years old it, like they were pretty old series mm. at that point it was like finding a new audience on this new channel that like more people had because like towards the end fox kids became like the channel nobody got anymore mm. and that was eventually morphed into abc family i think uh I think yeah i think so we'll need a citation for that for now it's abc family um so they put money into adapting like all of the movies that had not been dubbed so they dubbed the sequel to Our War Game, which was uh, Diaboro Von Return. Uh, and that came out in 2005, and that features the but um, it's a direct sequel to Our War Game. And then they also released a couple of the Tamers movies, so Runaway Locomon and Battle of Adventures. And then they released the One Frontier was uh, Island of Lost Digimon. And those all came out in the span of like a couple days, a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, I have them recorded somewhere because I was just like, what? <laughs> You're kidding me. And these dubs are pretty good. They put, like, a good chunk of effort into them. They, like, got the original casting back, like, cast back to redo the voices. Um, they wrote an original song for Runaway Locomon uh-huh. because there's a portion in that where Rika sings a song. And they wrote a whole new song mm-hmm. for that. So, um, so they did put a lot of effort into it. But that was the last time we would get a Digimon movie up until uh, Try, which... And God, try. <laughs> I try to forget you. Um, and I saw Try in theaters. <laughs> um, I was like, you know, when am I going to get to see Digimon in theaters? I really wanted to see Last Evolution, but we all know how that turned out. Well, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Don't get to see Last Evolution, I guess. That's okay. I don't think I need all of you guys to see me cry. <laughs> I can't bring myself to watch it. It's sad. Yeah, that's the Digimon movie. I I can't express everybody the joy I have over Brenda doing this. And I also can't express the amount of like release I can feel from her knowing I can't do it now. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I'm so glad, but I'm like, man, I can't do it. And I can feel Brenda just like, I'm free. (laughs) Cause I've been, I've been hanging this over Brenda's head. I'm like, maybe we'll do Digimon. And she's like, don't. I was just like, I will put the power in my own hands. I will control the narrative. I yeah, I really enjoyed the dude. I there's a there's a Kids of America AMV for it. It's great, and I get it. Like this is a movie that I personally hate, mm-hmm. but I really like the Pokemon movies, like the first three from WB. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the stupid jokes and I like the music. So maybe if I had seen this in theaters or like seen this right when it came out, mm-hmm. I would have been really into it. Um, I don't have that nostalgia, um, yeah. for it. And also it's just the fact that like, I have seen the movies they're based on and I know those, those were just like mm-hmm. fundamentally just better. The later dubs of the movies were of like the, the newer movies were good. They still had the jokes in there, but like they had a lot more time, I think without Saban, like meddling hands all over it. Right. Like money, money, money. Like <laughs> money wasn't really the goal. <laughs> if, if it hasn't been made clear, everybody, we're pretty positive. Most things. Hey, Saban, we're coming for, for you. you. 
Hey, Saban, do you pay your actors now? Do you, do you pay? <laughs> do you pay people to do things? Do you people get paid money? <laughs> You're supposed to pay people. Did you know that? Whoa. <laughs> um. My absolute favorite thing uh, for the Digimon movie. So my favorite, it's one of those like false memories. Because in my head, uh, until like two years ago, where I, re- I rewatched like parts of the Digimon movie. Because it's, it is filthy all over the internet for free. No one is watching this. No one is like watching the rights on this movie. Yeah, no one, like there were like four. I, I did just watch it on YouTube because it, you can't stream it legally anywhere like yeah. it's not streaming um so like it there's like four different versions on youtube the whole thing nobody just nobody cares no not a single i i could like call like fox or saban about it and they'd be like did what are you talk did you what are you what are you fucking saying what are you saying what the digimon? hell is digimon what is what are you talking about we have a new season of power rangers is that what you're is it called digimon i can't be bothered to remember Power Rangers, Digimon. <laughs> like, that's a great idea. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> but it's one of those false memories, because in my, it ends with Omni, the Omnimon fight, right? Yeah. And it immediately goes to the, like, uh, big, big hunka chunka bad guy Digimons, like, off-key singing All-Star as the credits roll. <laughs> Which is how the movie, that is, that is how the movie ends, everybody, is... The bad guy Digimon is, like, cleansed, or whatever you want to call it, and he's, like, kind of singing, and they're playing All-Star over it again. (laughs) And they all make a joke about, I think he's tone deaf, and then the credits roll as All-Star plays. That's it. That's just the end of the movie. (laughs) It's the end of the movie. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, and I couldn't find a full version. Sorry, my dogs are barking. I couldn't find a full version of Hurricane Touchdown to watch. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure... (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure Pokemon's just dead. (laughs) And here's why. Even though I could not verify this and I cannot remember for certain, there is a uh, follow-up drama, radio drama CD in Japan Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. where Mimi and Daisuke Davis, Mm -hmm. sorry, Davis and um, Willis Wallace go to New York and like have to like fight like this like very strange Digimon. I don't it's mm-hmm. it's interesting. But anyway, um Kokomon's not there. It's just Terriermon. <laughs> just Terriermon. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure uh Kokomon just died everyone. So uh that whole Smash Mouth thing forget about it. It didn't happen. They were just like well, we had to reassure the kids that like Digimon don't die. <laughs> like, yeah, he's fine. Yeah I'm pretty sure fine. that 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 must be like a... well because like it's it's like him singing to Smash Mouth, and then it, the screen... Like, I'm pretty sure that's just a clip of the movie they took from some other part. Because he's, yeah. like, grunting, which they you're meant to think is singing because they're playing Smash Mouth. And then there's, like, a flower, and the flower disappears, and his face is, like, big, and then it disappears. Yeah, he's, like, in the background. And then, like, they see the Digi-Egg, like, in the water, like, kind of, like, in the canal, just, like, floating. Mm-hmm. And... But then Willis doesn't go to get it. He just yeah. Keeps- running along and it's like hmm. i'm pretty sure it's like film editing magic trying to make you think like he's reborn but i'm pretty sure they kill him yeah, <laughs> i'm pretty he's sure he's gonna be, got to get put down when willis shows up again he's not there um speaking of I have one last thing to say about hurricane touchdown um there is like just like a um the kids go to america and they don't really have any money Whoa. so they literally hitchhike their way to colorado in the original like they're just mm-hmm. hitchhiking 
But in the dub where they're like, you know, like hitchhiking is um, not advised. No. We, probably that, anywhere, but <laughs> especially here. Once once again, lost in translation. Hey, we don't do that here. Especially, yeah. They're like 10. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they're just like, Yuli at one point jumps in the back of this really shady pickup truck. That's, this is the part that's the wildest. Okay, Willis is on the phone. He's like talking on the phone. He's just apparently ordering a pizza. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what the context for this is in the original, but mm-hmm. he's like apparently ordering a pizza that they're going to have delivered to the side of the road. And Cody draws a little sign so that they can find him. But the sign originally is like, pick us up. Like, um, hey, we're hitchhiking. But in this one, it's like, come get the pizza. And so, like, this rusty-ass truck drives up, and everyone's literally talking about the pizza. They're like, oh, yeah, he's going to give us a pizza. Where's the pizza? They're going to get the pizza. And Yoli climbs in the back of the pickup truck, and then it takes off. There's no pizza. This is the most baffling. They easily, the rest of the hitchhiking, they justified by being, like, Yoli calling her relatives and being like, my relative has a plane. My relative has this taxi. Um, You know, like. But this one, they're like, we're, we've ordered a pizza, and for some reason, Yoli has climbed into the back of this truck, and the truck has left with the pizza. So, it is a rusty-ass pickup truck, and it just drives off. It's- yeah, that's 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 the kind of stuff, everybody. Like, I didn't see it in theaters with my parents, but that's like, uh, your mom looks at you and is like, don't, don't get in the back of pizza trucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's... I can't imagine the parent panic of when that scene, like seeing that scene and just seeing the kids. Hey, that's not how that works. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> if there's like a, in the original, there's a part where they're in like, just like a stranger's car who's driving mm-hmm. recklessly. And it's this guy who like in English, in the Japanese version is just saying, I love Japan. I love sushi. I love. <laughs> I went to school. For, I, there's, there's, that's one from my Japanese program. <laughs> Watashi wa sushi? Sushi desu! <laughs> Japan ski! <laughs> Dai ski! Doki? Doki. Everybody, I would like to read to you the listing for the Digimon motion picture soundtrack. <laughs> it is Digirap, All Star, The Rockefeller Skank, Kids in America. The traditional Hey Digimon song. Uh, One Week. <laughs> the impression that I get from the Mighty Mighty Boss Stones. <laughs> All My Friends, Best Friends Are Metalheads by Less Than Jake. <laughs> and then there, there are a bunch of other songs that aren't like pop star songs. <laughs> the Digimon theme was a hidden... There's one, two, three, four, five, six hidden tracks? The Digimon theme, Change Into Power, Let's Kick Let's It Up. Kick It Up! Going Digital and Strange? Hey, I so hidden tracks, the way that used to work, everyone was like, the CD, you would think the CD's done, like a track would end. Mm-hmm. And then it would like just keep playing. It'd be like on track 10 and it'd be like 15 minutes. And you're like, what's going on? And like in that file for track 10, there'd be a track eventually. <laughs> to have like five of those? How did I, there's no way I can find an original copy of this CD, but I'm going to try. Yeah, this is baffling. I need to know how this works because like that's, it's kind of like, if you want to hear the Digimon music, besides the Digirap, you have to... <laughs> you have to stare at a CD just spinning and wait, because you can't... You couldn't, like, skip to a hidden track, because it was listed underneath, like, a different file. Like, you had to just wait. Yeah. See, we're wild. 
Yeah, it was it was wild. I remember MCR did a hidden track and like we all lost our mind. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that this whole like release like a CD with like unrelated pop songs was like very big around oh, yeah. this time. Uh, um, Jimmy Neutron did it. Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> I have a reaction image of Jimmy Neutron crying in the cheeseburger costume. And I have not had any time to like. I waited all day yesterday for like instance in which I needed Jimmy Neutron crying in the cheeseburger costume, and I'm just sitting on this reaction image. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to use the cheeseburger. The burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is really a really big trend. The 2000s, if you weren't alive, or if you were like a baby, it was it was wild. Let's never bring back Lola. Yeah, we can. We're we're fine. Um, Things I know about the movie, uh, it did get a Stinker Award in 2000 for Worst Achievement in Animation. It's an abomination. <laughs> uh, but uh, the magazine Animag, Animage, I don't know how it was said, actually, uh, was it was in the top 100 anime production of 2001. It was 86, <laughs> or 80, 88th? 88th or 86. It, was 80, it wasn't high, but it was in there. Is that just like for anime productions that were released in America or anime productions from Japan as well? Because in America, let me tell you, uh, 2000. No, it was, uh, it was, um, uh, I want to say it was, that publication was from Japan that I, oh, had, okay. I, I, yes, everyone, I do just have a file of Digimon facts. <laughs> yes, I was preparing to drop this Umbrella as a New Year's episode. <laughs> well, I'm Fucking... sorry I've taken your spotlight. Ch- check, checkmate, says Brenda. <laughs> Uh, established in 1978, first magazine devoted to animation and comics, aimed at a general public and not professionals. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a Japanese. Pro- so, so Japan thought it was fine. Okay, well, <laughs> it was. They were like, yeah, it's. I mean, they. You, I don't know what films came out there in 2000 that were animated productions, but like off the top of my head, but I mean, it. Uh, Digimon made it. It made it in there. <laughs> I was trying to think what Conan movie came out in. T- 2001 was when the Twin Towers one came out. Okay. <laughs> and that came out in July and featured two towers that exploded. So that was... Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, no! I was like, watching it, there's like two towers and there's all these bombs in the towers and um, at the end, Conan and I and all the kids have to drive a mustang out of the window into a swimming pool to get out (laughs) (laughs) that was they must have released that movie and been like oh shit (laughs) yeah it came out like earlier in 2000 Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was just like oh memes fuck uh i do my my favorite this was what i was gonna get you with brenda yeah uh is a consensus on Rotten Tomatoes among critics on Rotten Tomatoes that have rated the Digimon movie. That yes. Digimon is better than Pokemon, but the movie was still predictable for mediocre animation. Which is wild, because I think the animation is very good in this movie. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty good. I, I mostly wanted to stick it to Brenda, everybody, because I know she's she's out here ready to kill for the... Look, I, don't, I don't know! Critics are like, Digimon's better, so... Look. If you hate Digi, I don't know, Brenda. Rotten Tomatoes means shit because Space Jam has like a 6%. Can you tell me that you can trust Rotten Tomatoes after it gives Space Jam a 6%? Have hey, you seen Space t- Jam? I will take allies where I can get them. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm I'm out here grinding for this Digimon movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, right now Digimon, uh, rights are with Disney again, I think, as of last year. Wow. The, or the movie, the movie rights are with Dis, are with Dis of last that's, year. That's, that's incredible. Uh, so maybe got, we'll see the Digimon movie on Disney Plus soon. Maybe. They got it because they bought Fox. It was in the Fox deal. It was deal. in the Fox deal. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, they, when they bought Fox, it was, like, one of the, because I went through the Fox deal to see, because I know, like, uh, the states were like, okay, you can't have everything, but you can have everything essentially yeah <laughs> they're like you can't have everything but you can have everything uh in digimon the movie was one of the th- which is again so it's weird that it was like listed like someone categorized that and was like we want the digimon movie and everyone yeah. i don't disney must not realize they have gotten it because disney i don't care if it's like absolute garbage you put it on youtube they're coming for you they so- have Boys, boy with the badger on Disney Plus, but not the the Digimon movie. Where's the Digimon movie? Fillmore, Pepper Ann, and Weekenders. I brought it back around. Everyone have a good day. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Is that just where we end it? We have anything else to say, or do we just end the podcast on that note? I want to know where is Pepper Ann the Weekenders Fillmore and the Digimon movie Disney owns the rights to all four of those things and can give me an afternoon of watching all of them also Disney I just want to watch Digimon Tamers do you have rights to that can you just put all of Digimon Tamers on on Disney Plus like please do they still have Pokemon too could they just do they did they just like hey you can't have competition if you own them I don't think they have Pokemon anymore I'm trying to think Netflix has Pokemon oh yeah yeah because it was like Cartoon Network had it for a bit, and then Disney had it, and then Nickelodeon had it? I think, I swore I saw like some, like way back when I had cable, I swore for like a week they had Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> like Nickelodeon was like, we'll take Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants Pokemon? Everyone's just kind of like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, how, how are the games doing? Fine. Yeah. Okay. Diamond and Pearl sold copies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway i can't believe that i actually led you to your topic the entire time because the walt disney company currently owns the rights to the i know you were saying that and i was just like <laughs> my audio is so fucked for me laughing so much oh i know mine is so fucked i've just been yelling this whole time i can see the point where i yelled too much and it regulated itself so now i've got to gonna have to boost my audio like halfway through that happens like usually towards the end of episodes when i'm like very tired of editing my voice will just kind of get quieter and i'm like eh. <laughs> whatever i've been doing this for hours <laughs> uh well i appreciate it. but brenda everybody host extraordinaire producer extraordinaire let me talk about the digimon yes. movie um i like digimon what can i say Mats friends did the boys and girls. Hey, Digimon, uh, hey, Digimon. Digimon. Champions of the digital world. Digimon was cool because it was like you could be in the Matrix, but it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> just kids it, hanging out. Because Matrix was a bunch for kids of kids was... at summer camp one day got sucked to the digital world. Because <laughs> Matrix as a kid was terrifying. Yeah, it was scary, but here it's just like, eh, there's monsters. And I'm like, mm, monsters, okay, I can handle that. <laughs> yeah, like it, Matrix, like. What if the world was a computer and you were asleep the whole time? No. No, no not into that. <laughs> Digimon's like, what if you had a cute monster friend 
And... What if you had a Tomodachi? <laughs> so you have your Tomodachi, and it comes out of the Tomodachi. It, the devices even look like them, okay? It's like, you got your Tomodachi, comes out of the Tamagotchi. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Bam! A little buddy. Well, and Digimon it, was it tur- the Tamagotchi first. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about the history of Digimon another time, but just know, they were Tamagotchis first. I always wanted the, because they sold, when we were, I'm sure they sell them now, but when we were kids, they showed the ones that looked like the the Digi devices. Yeah, and I was, it was for a lot of money now. Yeah, I'm sure, absolutely sure. I'll, I'll just have to keep my eye out when they, they re-release them as, like, collectors for adults, and suddenly they're $200 for no good reason, <laughs> even though it's the exact same, the exact same, like, it's resin for. It's the exact same thing. It's just the, it's just. Where's the Power Rangers Zord from when you were a kid with slightly better quality? Oh, neat. How much is it? $300. It's the exact same. Re- this is the exact same resin pour. I know it, this kit. It looks the exact same. It works the same. This is muscle memory. And I'm just like putting it together. And it's just like, here, see. $300. This no. Was, this was 40 at Toys R Us in 1995. That is not adjusted to inflation. That's way overinflated even with inflation. Alright. Merry Krimbus, everybody. Merry Krimbus. Hey, hey, next week, I know y'all just listened two episodes ago to Those Are the Movies, but we've decided, now that we know what the schedule is, <laughs> we're going to the movies again so we can actually get one about a Christmas movie out in the Krimpus month. So, get it'll ready. be the week after Krimpus if we've done our maths correct. So, yeah. We're not going to release during Christmas? Is Christmas a weekday? Are we not? Re- when is Krimpus? Put this up. Christmas is today. Are we not releasing the, the day? Is that be- the day before? Oh, it's two oh, days wait. before. We'll release two days before Christmas. Oh, we will. So, so everybody, yes. you, you Happy- you'll you'll get it two days before Christmas. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. Uh, maybe. So so I think, uh, just like just like Christmas, you you get one gift at midnight the day before on Christmas Eve, and I think it's our episode. So I think you have to wait till. Even though I have no control over the fact that it's definitely gonna release on the twenty third still. <laughs> I can't stress enough that I have zero control over that, but this is me telling you, maybe you stay up late, you know, it's, it's been, it's, it's been rough, everybody. We've had a rough, rough. you you know, you stay up late, you make yourself some cookies for you and whatever loved ones that you are with for this pandemic. And, you know, you listen to our ghost of the movies episode Christmas. And even if you, even if you just like want a good holiday time, even if you don't celebrate, we've, we'll, we'll, we'll get everyone. Everyone come. Everybody, gift giving time. It's gift giving. Jesus, who is he? (laughs) I think we now release these people, Brenda. Yeah, I think that was. I've run out of jokes. Goodbye. You're released. Then I put my headphones down. Can't hear you. I'm running away. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Now here. Now, now you're just with me. Uh, Digimon the movie is the greatest movie ever made. Don't ever let Brenda know that I said this, even though she edits all the episodes. I was at Foley. It was pretty good. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe 3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... For listening to Apple Podcasts, throw us a five-star review. Helps the show out a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.